The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. I am your host, Alyssa Amoroso, and today's episode is presented by my favorite tequila hard seltzer, Mamitas. Mamitas is a hard seltzer made with real tequila. You guys know tequila is my drink of choice. I have actually, I did a Q&A recently, and someone asked me, what my go-to drink is. And I said just tequila with club soda and lime. And it's because I've been waiting for a hard seltzer that is made from tequila. I feel like all of the other ones are either like beer or vodka. And that's just like, I don't drink those things. So this is actually my favorite thing ever. And it's only 95 calories with 5% ABV. So you know it will get the job done, especially now that we're in spring and summer is just around the corner. Mamitas comes in Four delicious flavors, mango, pineapple, paloma, and lime. I love them all. I'm actually going to do a fun little like taste test video for you guys, so stay tuned for that on my TikTok. You can get them in four packs or variety packs of eight. It's mucho delicious. So be sure to get yours and follow at Drink Mamitas. If you are looking for their handle, it is tagged in the bio of my Tea with Publicity account on Instagram. So yeah, everything's there. And also, if you're not following me on Tea with Publicity on Instagram, please do. I would love if you guys can. Um, I'm trying to grow that account. It's such a good way for me to communicate with you guys and DM and all of that. Speaking of DMs, I have on my list here, one of the things I want to get into this week is why I regret answering my DMs, not to you guys, not the T-Tribe. I love answering you guys. But there's been, I mentioned last week, there's been some dudes DMing me and I've entertained like very few of them. Like I've answered maybe two or three guys. And this one guy that I answered, like, the reason why I stopped answering him is because I just noticed that he was, like, such a huge Barstool fan. And it was, like, freaking me out because I just feel like – by the way, hi, Mackenzie. Hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> um, I was like, wait, Mackenzie has the mic on. Um, I started noticing that, like, I was watching the stuff on his profile and he was doing, like, pizza reviews. Like, huge Dave Portnoy oh, fan. Oh, wait, what? And just, like, huge Barstool fan. Yeah. And so I stopped answering him. And then he messaged me and at 1 a.m. this weekend and was like, I think you should really reply to me. And, like, what? just being really, like... I don't know. He's just messaged me a few times without me responding. And now I regret ever responding to begin with because now he thinks I like owe him an explanation. Right. And it's Which like, I don't ridiculous. know you. I messaged you like once when I had a fever because I was bored. Like <laughs> tired and know. sexy. Yeah. I was, t- I was feeling tired and sexy. That's exactly it. And I answered in a moment of weakness. And this is the thing. Like I'm not opposed to talking to people, but I'm not, I don't, owe you anything like I don't owe you a response just as you don't owe me one we're not dating I don't know you we've never met like I don't know so it's just run me the wrong way and like now I'm kind of regretting answering some people because once you allow people into your dms then they have access to you yep so you get into this like weird like murky territory you just gotta like leave them on red yeah and then it's awkward but instagram actually has this feature called restrict which I'm a big fan of 
it's not blocking someone. It's basically you hit restrict and you they can't comment on your they can comment on your post, but little do they know the public can't see it. Oh, wait. So it's really? like a way for creators to like block trolls without giving them the satisfaction of knowing that they're blocked oh wait that's so so cool yeah so they think they're still interacting with your shit but like they're not and then they won't harass you being like unblock me exactly yeah oh that's a really cool feature and then they get put into the like other section of your inbox where it doesn't show that you're reading their messages so like for a creator it's actually amazing Mm because you don't give the troll the power yeah but you also like kind of blocked them. Yeah, you can't see their stuff. So anymore. yeah, so that's a trick. If you guys have like a creator profile, you could just restrict people. Um, I started do like this is so savage, but I started restricting like so many people that I liked just because I didn't want them to know I was reading their DMs, oh, and yeah. then I started noticing that they couldn't comment on my stuff. Oh. So then I had to go back and unrestrict, <laughs> unrestrict all. Like yeah. I didn't realize at first I was using it wrong. Oh, I thought yeah, it was yeah. like a way for me to like mark as unread so I can go back and read it at a later date. And yeah. then I'm like, wait, no, I'm totally using this wrong. Yeah. Um, so don't do it like that. But now you know. Now, Yeah, exactly. Now you know. Now everyone knows. Um, also, I did mention at the top of the episode like five seconds ago that you should follow me on Instagram, but also what you should do is I'm doing a merch giveaway on my TikTok. So part of that giveaway, you could just reference that video. It's basically all you have to do is follow publicity on TikTok and Instagram and follow Tea with Publicity on TikTok and Instagram. So those four accounts comment done and then I'm going to select a few people to give them my self-care club um like jogger sets like the jogger pants and the crew neck so it's like super easy the chances are pretty good um so you could reference my tiktok for that if you need clear instructions but basically it's just following those four accounts and commenting done so I just want to let you guys know that in case you are interested in potentially winning some merch um, and then this past weekend was Easter, so just giving you guys my little personal life update as I do, I actually didn't go home for Easter um, just because of a corona scare, even though it's weird because, like, I'm fully vaccinated and my family's fully vaccinated, so, like, you think it'd be fine, yeah. but, like... I know that my parents are anxious about the virus. So like I'm not going to put them in a position where they feel uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. So I spent Easter alone in the city. (laughs) Did you go home or did you even celebrate? Yeah, I went home. Yeah. To see my family. I wish. I I mean, it was a bummer. Like I was originally really upset. But you know what? I actually wound up having like the nicest day yesterday. Yeah. So I booked a soul cycle class with my friend and we went, I think it was like a noon class or something. And it was outside at Hudson Yards. Usually I do the Tribeca location. Hudson Yards, like, it was fine. I like that, obviously, it's outside. But what I didn't like is that I felt like a animal in a cage at a zoo when everyone's, like, looking and tapping on the cage trying to get the animal to, like, jump and react. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like, in the middle of of such a public yeah it's like a touristy spot it was touristy people kept taking videos and pictures 
and I was sitting on the outskirts, so I'm prime. Right on the edge. Yes. Yeah. So, like, every video, every picture I'm in. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know, I, it was giving me anxiety. Like, I almost couldn't be as present in the class. Yeah. Because I'm like, I feel like people are videoing me. Mm-hmm. Not, like, me specifically. Like, I'm anyone. But I just mean like the class in, in general. Video. And I'm yeah. in it, yeah. sweating. Yeah. Trying to work out. I'm like, this isn't what I signed up for. So, um... I think next time what I would do is book a seat that's, like, more in the center so I'm not so distracted. I think being on the edges is, like, what gave me that vibe. But overall, it was just, like, such a nice way to start my day. I went to SoulCycle. went into Lululemon to buy something, like, the whole nine. Um, we walked around. And then I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram story, so some of you may have heard the story. But because it was Easter and because it's a holy day, I just felt like I kept seeing like really nice acts of kindness, which just made me feel good Mm -hmm. since I like wasn't with family and I wasn't alone. It just like made me feel nice to see people doing such nice things. Um, And there was this woman on the subway when I got on, she was like not wearing shoes. She was changing, like literally like putting new pants on. Like, she wasn't naked because she was almost, like, kind of putting on layers. Oh, okay. But still, like, barefoot changing. And, you know, as New Yorkers, when someone's doing something like that, you're just immune to always seeing weird stuff happen. So you just, like, headphones in, tune it out, don't make eye contact. Yeah, That's, ignore, like, the vibe. Ignore, 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 ignore. Yeah. So I'm ignoring. And then this other woman gets on at the next stop, and um, the woman that was changing commented on her hair. She was like, I love your hair. So then the woman's like, oh, thanks, whatever. She got roped into conversation. Like, you know, once you engage, then there's no going back. Yeah, exactly. So now she's completely roped into conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, this poor girl. But I have my headphones in. And then I just hear them, like, talking. And she's, like, telling her about where she gets her eyelashes done and how she can't afford anything, but she loves to get her eyelashes done. And this is blah, blah, blah. So they're talking. And then the girl that was being super nice, engaging with her, took out, like, a bagel, like, an everything bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese to eat it. And first of all, I don't know why anyone's eating, like, on on the the subway subway in a pandemic. Not a great Mm -hmm. look. But, like, regardless, it ended up being really nice. And so she takes out a bagel, starts eating the bagel. I'm looking at this screen in here, guys, because Nick's supposed to be on my podcast in 10 minutes and I see him. Oh, my I think God. about to start recording the rundown. Yeah, that's what they're, that is what they're doing. Maybe, oh, yeah, he oh, put the oh, microphone on. He's mic'd. Oh, that's, yeah, we love that. Okay, so we might be a little delayed with Nick, but I'm like looking because we have a screen in here where I could see what's going on in the office and I'm like, the fuck I'm supposed to be talking to you in nine minutes um but anyway so long story short the woman comments on the bagel the girl sitting gives the bagel to the other woman and it was just such a nice like act of kindness like she literally was opening it to take a bite out of the bagel and then she fully gave it to this other oh that's so nice yeah and the other woman was like thank you so much like I'm so hungry like it Aww. means so much to me yeah and I was just so touched then she gave her her soda oh my gosh then we're coming up on 14th Street, and the woman had to get off of the train, but she had her stuff sprawled all out because she was changing. Right. So then this other nice woman that gave her the bagel is helping her collect all her belongings. Oh, my gosh. Holding the subway door for her, getting her off the train. I was like, "This, you're going above and beyond. Yeah, exactly. Like, Especially, you're literally, like, during the time that we're in. Like, yes. you, you try to stay away from people no matter That's what. That's exactly it. I was like, you're being so kind. Like, making extra effort. So I wanted to acknowledge it. So, like, when... She sat back down. I said to her, like, through my mask, I was like, that was really nice what you Mm -hmm. did. And she was like, 
I know what it's like to be hungry. It was the least I could do. Oh, wow. That's so sweet. And I just felt like so, so touched. And it was just such a nice reminder to just like do nice things for people. And like restores your faith in humanity a little bit. It made me feel so like much happy. I was like, this is so nice that you just did that. Yeah, no, that's so nice. Um, And then like another guy later on in the day, I was got on the subway and this guy offered to stand up so I could take his seat oh and I didn't but like yeah. again just the gesture right yeah I was like what is in the air today like yeah. why are New Yorkers <laughs> being so nice yeah like, like what is it god bless Easter, Easter. <laughs> yeah like giving of Easter or yeah godspeed yeah exactly um so it was just really nice so my weekend wound up actually being nice and then I got my period so I just Ugh. like laid on the couch and made mac and cheese and that was my big like Easter meal yeah and I had a nice time. Yeah, like, great excuse to do that, though. Yeah, so that's that. Um, another thing that happened to me this weekend that was, like, <laughs> like kind of embarrassing, kind of weird, also wild. So I think it's weird, guys, because I've been an influencer, like, for five years. But no one ever recognizes me from Instagram. Like, very rarely does anyone – maybe, like, I could count the ten times on my hand in yeah. five years that – people on the street have like stopped me yeah but because of tiktok mm-hmm. like tiktok's such a more recognizable platform whereas i feel like you just get stopped like i've been stopped within the last three months from tiktok way more than i ever was stopped in five years from instagram yeah oh that's crazy so this past weekend i was at the mall with my friends we went to bloomingdale's and i'm wearing a mask mm-hmm. so i'm thinking you can't who see really who really would I recognize yeah. anyone, yeah. And I see the cutest freaking Pomeranian, Pomeranian puppy I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. And I'm like, I see this dog and I'm like, oh my God. And like, <laughs> I go to bend down to like, look at the dog. And as I'm looking at the dog, this uh, the girl with the dog mm. is, I'm screaming at the dog. She's screaming over For me. For you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's so, so funny. the trippiest thing I've oh ever had gosh. happen. And she was like, oh my God, I know you from Instagram. And I was like, Wait, what? What? Like, I'm stopping you because of your dog. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. it was just, so it was such a weird, like, funny experience. Yeah, that's really cool, though. And, I, but also, I was wearing my mask, so I'm like, how, how did she know who I was? And then right. my friend was like, you're literally wearing your self-care club hat. Like, oh, yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> huge barstool logo on it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty recognizable. Um, so that was funny. Like, whenever something like that happens, you kind of get that, like, imposter syndrome that we've talked about. Yeah. Where you're just like what you're like wait I wanted to pet your dog and now so you're recognizing me what's yeah. happening and my it was weirder for my friends than it was for me because it's happened to me but usually right. I'm alone yeah you're like used to it at this point they were like what the hell was that yeah so like guys it's just part like I think it's really just TikTok if I'm being honest obviously I think Barstool also but TikTok's just a crazy platform because It's just like everyday people becoming recognizable. Yeah. It's crazy too because if you look at someone like Dave Portnoy, like he's become a lot more relevant because of TikTok, even though he already was relevant. But I guarantee you there's people who only know him from his TikTok, which is crazy. All the younger people. Right. Exactly. And he's like doing the BFFs thing. But yeah, it's like he has this whole empire but so many people don't even know what it is just because TikTok's just such a force. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, really weird. Yeah. Like, I have, like, older people stop. It's, like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even explain it. So if you guys want to become an influencer, honestly, join TikTok. Just do TikTok. I'm yeah, not kidding. Honestly. Like, really, that's my marketing advice. Yeah. Like, I think that is it is 
such a brilliant platform for getting like recognized and growing a following I've never seen anything like it no and you just need one video that that'll go viral and then you kind of just build off that because people will start following I think that's what it was it was me doing like I've gone viral before but most recently for the guys in the office rating yeah the female products Mm -hmm. that reached like 10 million people it's crazy so I think that's like what it was but it's just really trippy when it happens because you're like I made a 60 second video right like, yeah you're like wait 10 million people wanted to see that or did so see it crazy yeah that is very bizarre it's really trippy <laughs> um and yeah guys like I'm not saying all of that to be like this is who I am I'm saying because it <laughs> it's like so weird that this happens right and, like I like being honest and yeah like telling you guys what's going on in my life and it's all just like part of my journey mm-hmm. and um I, I don't know. I guess I haven't really talked about, like, dating in a bit or um, – I talk about, like, people DMing me. But I haven't really talked about, like, a personal life update in the sense of, like, things I've been up to outside of just, like, the weekly happenings. I think one thing I've been doing a lot more of is um, going to Soul Cycle because now that it's warmer outside, I can go back to the outdoor classes and – for me, like fitness aside, it's obviously an amazing workout. You burn like five to 600 calories. Mm-hmm. But fitness aside, it is so good for my mental health. Like yeah. I feel so clear when I take a class because the music and you're just like your phone's down. And I'm obviously super addicted to my phone. So for me yeah. to have my phone down for an hour. Like you like, have to. Yeah. It forces you. Exactly. Like it's just really nice mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um. So I've been doing that. I'm going. I went yesterday. I'm going today. So I did Sunday, Monday. I'm going Wednesday and Sunday again. So I'm trying to do like three days a week, I would say. And then the days that I'm not doing spin, I'm going to do just like some exercises, whether it's going for a walk in the morning or just doing something at home. I'm trying to just like up my working out. Um, Just like not even just for weight, but just for like mental health and Mm. just everything energy like feeling better yeah yeah exactly just being feeling healthier so I'm working on that um I started that love book I haven't been consistent with it I need to get back into it it's one of those things where like if you miss a day just pick it back up like it's not the end of the world and then I'm trying to think obviously I go to therapy still every week which is just like Sometimes I don't even know what we talk about. Like, I'm just, I'll talk to her about, like, the most random thing. And then somehow we'll, like, tie it back to something that happened to me when I was a child. (laughs) That, like, opens up all these, like, other emotions. Yes. Like, it's so crazy. Like, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But then I'm, like, uncovering this weird thing. Yeah. I think the thing I've made the most progress with in therapy, which I'm, like, actually really proud of. And, like, I don't even know if it's because of therapy. It was kind of more of, like, a self-realization, which I think I've talked about a little bit on the podcast. But I used to tie such a huge part of my identity to what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. Like, I was a publicist. I was an influencer. I was a podcast host. And my worth was tied up in my job. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like really disconnected from that where I'm like, my worth is like being a good friend, being a good sister, Mm -hmm. caring for people. Like it doesn't, it's not my job. Yeah. So I think that's where I've made the most progress because I've been able to disassociate what I do and who I am Mm -hmm. 
whereas like it's always been one yeah like it's not like your whole personality exactly and it was for years like I always for since 2013 since I graduated college was like I am what I do for work Mm -hmm. and now I feel like I'm pretty disassociated from it in a good way in a healthy way where I'm like that's my job and I love it and I'm passionate and I throw myself into it but like it's not who I am. Right. It's like part of you, but it's not the whole thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like the biggest progress that I've made, which is great because it just stems from like a deep place of like never feeling like I was a smart kid. I, that's like a whole nother thing that I did <laughs> uncover. One. I, I do want to have someone on the podcast. I'd love to have Kate, Caitlin Bristow. I need to like reach oh, back I out to her. her. Yeah, because she always talks about um, she didn't go to college and like, yeah. she didn't feel like she was a smart kid. And now she's wildly successful. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. To and a lot like of that. people that you talk to and that you meet, they are wildly successful, but they weren't good students. Yeah. And I think there's, like, this really weird, like, interesting correlation. Mm-hmm. I actually even want to, like, ask people around the office because I know, like... Oh, there's so many people here that didn't go to college. So many people. Yeah, or, like, dropped out because they got the job here. Like, exactly. it's very common, actually. And even if you look at some of the biggest, like, entrepreneurs or, like, multimillionaires, so I think there's, like, something really interesting tied to, like, worth Yeah, and schooling and I do want to like dig into that one day um okay guys I've gone on like enough of a tangent now (laughs) we will grab Nick um I still see him recording but you guys won't realize we can (laughs) slice this together and it's gonna flow um so we will grab Nick I will have my interview with him if you don't know who Nick is that I keep referring when I did those videos showing the guys in the office identity identifying female products he's the one that knew what the period cup was and you guys were in my dms literally going insane over nick (laughs) everyone's calling him the woke king the period cup guy um i also posted on instagram stories that he was coming on my podcast and i've Never in my life been flooded with so many thirsty DMs. Oh my god! I was like, Nick, you're a hot commodity. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you guys, you little, that you little sluts. Everyone's like, <laughs> everyone's everyone, a slut for Nick. Everyone's like, is he single? Oh like, is my he, god! I, like, I so love funny. him. I'm DMing him. Whatever. I'm kidding, guys. By the way, and <laughs> I was just like dying, and I told him, and he's like really humble and really awkward when he talks about dating so I'm gonna try to make things even more awkward and just like (laughs) see if we can get some answers out of him oh my gosh so that's that um I'll jump into my episode with Nick he's gonna join me for the ask Alyssa segment and then I will spill the tea because I have strong freaking opinions as normal so (laughs) I am excited okay guys here's my interview with Nick all right guys we are back with Nick Tarani, did I say that right? Uh, I I never correct people. Nobody ever says my last name right. So yeah, that's let's we'll roll with that one. Well, today. what would it be if you were correcting me? Tarani. Oh, yeah. whoa! I was not expecting like number two. Uh, not like poop, but like number two, uh, <laughs> rainy, like weather. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Tarani. Yeah, there we. Yeah, it kind of sounds like terrain. Like it. It sounds like, like yeah. an outdoor climate type of last sure name. <laughs> yeah i don't know the language of origin really i just know that people don't really say it right i don't uh, even know if i'm saying it right but that's what i've been rolling with for a little oh bit. yeah no 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 it's fine i mean even i say my own last name wrong sometimes um, amoroso amoroso but okay. i say so, i'm so american like i'm like amoroso oh, you yeah. know what i mean it's probably amoroso okay if you were really being correct but nah. eh. 
Oh, yeah. People like always say, remember that girl Amarosa from. Yeah, she was like. Um, what's it called? She was on The Apprentice. Yes. Yeah. People say it with an A at the end a lot. Okay. Like, I'm like, no, there's no. Amarosa. All, all O's. Um, welcome to the pod. Thank you so much for having me. We are going to be neighbors very soon. Uh, yeah. yeah I think we are, we are already. Oh, oh you're in? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when did you move? Last Friday. We won't tell anyone where because. Sure. There's some creeps out there. Uh, plenty. But all I'm going to say is we're like 500 feet away. Yeah, definitely. We are close. We'll pro- uh, I almost just gave it away. Uh, I'm done <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we will see each other is probably. I've seen. Okay, you know what's kind of awkward about the dynamic of living near someone that you work near? I saw. What's his name? I want to say his name's Jack. I know no one's names. I saw Jack him. does live down there. I oh, s- fuck. <laughs> uh, up there. <laughs> in the middle. West. Way the middle. over there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. I, I always say to people, I'm like, I live downtown, but that's all I'll give you. Okay. I'm not going to say, like, where. Because downtown's yeah. anywhere under 30th Street. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, anyway. Jack. I saw him on the subway. And it's this awkward dynamic of, you're in a mask. I'm in a mask. Is it you? Like, oh, hi. And then you have to wave. And then you're riding the subway. And then you're like, do we now walk into work together? Like, are we going to commute? <laughs> like- <laughs> so the good thing about me, and it's the, well, maybe the only good thing, is I uh, am too self-conscious to make eye contact. So I'll just be staring at my feet. So you'll oh, never have that mm-hmm. problem. I'll never see you. So we won't even look at each no other. Chance. <laughs> no chance. No chance. <laughs> yeah, we, him and I both kind of like, it was like the awkward like, ooh. Is it? Yeah. Like, we know each other, but. And then we, like, got off the subway, and then we're walking to the office together, and then, like, I wanted to get my iced tea, my signature. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to cut a left, but right is to the office, so now we're in convo. And, you know, mid-convo, I had to be like, you know what? We'll finish this back up at the office. I'm going to go get my iced tea. And have you? Have you finished the convo? Never. Damn. (laughs) Damn. That's too bad. It's so, you know, it's one of those things. But um, all right. So, yes, now that we're neighbors. We are. Yeah. I'm already trying to set you up with one of my friends. Oh, please. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you've, you've ruined my life. <laughs> yeah, because now there's a lot of girls um, yeah. coming yeah. for you. Yeah. Because you are the woke king. I don't know how I earned that. You, <laughs> I just knew one. I knew one period cup. I knew a diva cup. <laughs> and, I, and now this, I never asked for this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> uh, next one, I'm going to just get so wrong. The next time you do it, I'm going to be like, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, like, why would I care? <laughs> I'm a dude. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I um, that's the thing. I said I single handedly am going to get every guy at this office laid because my audience is 84 percent females. Oh, jeez. So watch out. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just thrust me into this light that, uh, I, d- I never asked for. Um, yeah, now that you are, um, an internet sensation. I prefer sex symbol. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. I-, I would go by that, too, if, <laughs> if I had to choose. Um, so, the ladies want to know, the ladies in my DMs, mm-hmm. let's just say, and there's a lot of them. <sighs> A lot of them told me they've been reaching out to you. What's your take on that? Do you not like to answer DMs? I, I don't. I'm way too. It's nothing against them. Um, I'm sure they're all equally beautiful and would be great f- for me. <laughs> uh, that's just not really my my scene. I don't. I don't. Not your aesthetic. Yeah, I, I guess so. I just. I'm too. I'm too shy. <laughs> well, I was saying to Mackenzie and the pod earlier. I made the mistake of answering like two guys mm-hmm. since I've started. 
and now the floodgates are opened. Yeah. And now uh, there's no now they have access, mm-hmm. and it's a bad move. It's it's a bad move, and it's. It's just not something I, – I just don't answer any DMs. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it early in my career here – I've only been here for about a year and a half. Six months in, my phone number leaked. Somebody tweeted out my resume. <laughs> and I left the Yak, the radio show I'm on, and uh, I had like 600 missed calls. No. And I was just like, I don't want to change my number. Um, so I just waited it out. And now I'm like one of those cool guys. Whenever I post a screenshot, it's like, damn, this dude has 500 unread texts. Oh, like, yeah. what a cool dude. Just, it's all just people calling me slurs, <laughs> sending me pictures of dicks. Um, but that, uh, I started picking up some of the calls just to be like, what, do you think this is okay? And it was like on radio and they would like back off. But now it opened up that floodgate oh, to where no. now they'll just text me like, hey, like how was, did you have dinner yet? I'll be like, come on, man. No, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, man. Okay, so girls... But I did end up changing my number. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, changed. This... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so no one... Um, DMs aren't going to work. They're just not going to work. Yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. You know, it's different with guys because sometimes girls, I feel like, would be like... Ugh. You can't ask how old I am, but then with guys, I'm like, so. Oh yeah, they, so yeah, how old yeah. are you? It's it's not, especially in this office, it's really hard to tell how old some mm-hmm. people are. Like I use Vibs, the guy lowering the bar for an mm-hmm. example. I would guess anywhere between thirteen and thirteen and a half years old. Yep, absolutely. Uh, he's thirty-one. Okay, so when I first started, someone said to me that there was a nineteen-year-old that works here. Mm-hmm. I assumed it was Vibs. Sure. Dead seriously, like one hundred percent. I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah. And then I said to someone, like, three weeks in, I was like, oh, yeah, the young guy, Vibs. And they were like, huh? He's, like, your age or how old? 30, yeah, he's older he's 30, than me. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not the 19-year-old? He, he must moisturize or something, but he, he looks great. He's going to look great well, for a I've while. Well, I've given him under eye patches. I saw, I saw that. He, yeah, that's much <laughs> needed. I don't, he doesn't sleep too much. <laughs> so who is the 19-year-old? Lil Sasquatch. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the funny kid. Well, everyone's so, funny. Is, I think it's his birthday today. Today's his birthday. He's so no he's longer a teen. Oh, No more teens in the office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it is a little confusing. Okay, 28. Yeah. Um, you're living alone. I am. I did get a question later on that we will touch on, on oh, about living I'm, alone. I, I am so <laughs> nervous right now. Okay. I kind of like to make the men in this office squirm a little bit. Doing good. Because it's, <laughs> it's a little out of your comfort zone, I assume. Yeah. Um, do you talk about your dating life on any of your shows? Nobody knows anything about me. I will talk and I will never tell the truth. I will. N- I, nobody knows anything about my personal life at all. Are you one of those people that you'll always keep it that way, do you think? Definitely. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't really post on Instagram. I post stories promoting like my podcast yeah. and stuff I'm on. Uh I don't really tweet. I just uh kind of roll. Just kind of exist. That's so interesting to me because I feel like I come from the opposite end where I'm such an influencer, although I've so I've been an influencer mm-hmm. for 6 years, 5 years. I've never put anyone I've been dating ever on social media. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I yeah, there's you could scroll through all of my tweets, all of my pictures, and not figure out anything about me. Wow, so it's very mysterious. Oh, see, now you're trying to make it sexy. It's not. It's it's just uh, at all. It's, it's uh, just who you are. It's yeah, just who you're I just am. not one of those people. Yeah. 
I can't relate in a in a sense I can because like I said I've never put a relationship but I'm kind of an open book. Okay. Like I don't really care. Right, and that's that's very brave for anybody to do. Yeah. Um, because when you're putting something out there, you're opening yourself up for just anything. Okay, so I was going to ask you that, and this is kind of deep, but like, is it a defense mechanism? Oh yeah, I'm broken. <laughs> I'm I'm fucked up. No, no, I don't think so. I'm just uh, I've always been really shy. Mm. Um, I don't talk very much outside of the shows that I'm on. That's so fascinating. Yeah. I'm very, very different than how I'm conveyed. So, uh, okay. Okay. I have another question now because this opens up something that Mackenzie and I were talking about off air. When people ask me, they're like, what are the guys in the office like? Mm-hmm. I say, <laughs> this might be insulting. Yeah, it will be. I'm like, they <laughs> are the people that didn't play sports, but they talk about them. For and sure. now they smoke weed. I don't... Uh, I don't (laughs) – that's funny and accurate for a lot of people. A lot Uh, of people – like, no one – you would think that it's jocks walking around. Sure. No one here even looks like they can catch a ball. We are the least athletic people, but I don't even talk about sports. Yeah, Uh, fair. Yeah, I don't talk about sports, and I'm not athletic, and I don't do (laughs) – I'm uh, very – I don't do any drugs. That's cool, too. You are very mysterious. Yeah. Not trying to be. You're just (laughs) – you kind of look like you'd be someone that no, I definitely likes a drug. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like it was—it's been my New Year's resolution. I've, you've heard me say this. This is true uh, for like the past five years. I want to start smoking cigarettes, um, and I just cannot get hooked. I think it would look so cool. I just want to go just like lean in the like the foyer of a art gallery and just smoke a cigarette and just be like, whoa, yeah. like, like go to Paris. Yeah, what's oh that guy? That makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the cappuccino, a cig. But I just don't like cigarettes. I don't like I don't like vices. Wish I did. So do you, you drink? A little, yeah, occasionally. Okay. Interesting. I like I like what I'm learning. All right. Oh, so, boy. So. <laughs> I, just, like, I don't want to let all these ladies down either. It's like, oh, he's boring. <laughs> he's not, No. <laughs> are you kidding me? All girls want to hear is like, yeah, I watch. I go home. I watch Netflix. Like, women secretly just want to wear sweatpants and, like, be lazy and, like, not yeah. do any. Like, I feel like in the early 20s, it's like, go out, get fucked up, like, drink. And now, for me, I just turned 30. It's like, I don't want that. Like, I was actually talking to a friend about that um, because they were asking me, like, is there anyone at the office that you would date? And I was saying, I don't think a lot of them are on the level that, like, I'm looking for. And that's no slight to you because I'm just learning about you. But, I'm um, like, a lot of the people... I feel like I still want to like party and drink and go out. And I'm like, I kind of just want like to go to dinner and like Mm -hmm. chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, that's significantly better. Like, yeah, my least favorite day of the year is New Year's Eve. Like you're obligated to go out and it's always a letdown. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go wait in this crowded bar. And uh, you pay like a hundred dollars, three hundred dollars just to go in. Yeah. I did this TikTok that is things in New York City that you will think that you think will be fun but aren't. Mm-hmm. And it got it went like super viral. <laughs> One of them was New Year's Eve. I was like, you think it's going to be fun? It's freaking miserable. You're spending so much money. And everyone in the comments was like, wow, you sound really fun. <laughs> no, it's just like, yeah, if you want to go hold your piss for like seven hours yeah. and then watch this thing drop and yeah. leave. Like, it's just, it's horrible. And be freezing. People wear diapers to that. Like the adult depends. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't leave your spot, mm-hmm. like, if you're in Times Square. Yeah, on my list was that, SantaCon. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. So I, I've only lived here, I moved here right at the beginning of the pandemic. So oh. I've not experienced really any 
New York. Wait, where did you move from? Columbus, Ohio, but I'm from West Virginia. Wow. Wow. Everyone here is, I actually, like, my first moment talking to Trent, I made, like, a comment about how, I was like, yeah, you know, I would never live in Iowa. And he was <laughs> oh, like, no. <laughs> and he was like, Ooh. um, yeah, I'm from there. And I was like. <laughs> and he, like, yeah, Sorry. he's very proud. He wants to, like, go back and live there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, foot in mouth. Yeah. But. No, it's I'm from like a really small town in West Virginia and uh Kyle KB is from there as well. Okay, so what makes someone that's like private mm-hmm. like likes the simpler things want to be in a public job? Didn't want to be. I applied here to be a graphic designer. That's what I interviewed for. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I interviewed with Quigs and Loud Sean, two guys that are production guys for those listening and don't know them. Yeah. And then uh I had some tweets that had gone viral, and they're like, would you ever want to do content? And I said, I'd write for somebody. They're like, all right, we'll put you on like a year content thing, and then just... All of a sudden. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, this is the last thing I would have ever wanted. What? Okay, (laughs) it makes more sense now, because I was Uh like, why are you in a public No, I yeah. Uh, I was making graphics freelance for KB's blogs, and... uh, he was doing one on the best tailgate foods in each state, but they were all lies. So, like, <laughs> Arizona was MDMA. Um, and so I was making the graphic for that, and he was like, hey, man, I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. I, I have to do 50 of these write-ups. Could you do a few? Mm-hmm. And I did. And then he uh, he was like, hey, you're kind of funny. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Thank you. If coming from him, that's nice. Um, would you ever want to work here? And I said, yeah, but just as, like, graphics and then write for people. Um, wow that's crazy yeah wow okay I love it yeah it's really interesting when you actually start to talk to people we were saying um, earlier how I was a really bad student Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of creative people are yeah you a good student um I wasn't good homework wise and I never studied but the things I liked to do I was yeah yeah, I was like your specialty things I I can't do math I don't know my sevens times tables at all (laughs) I, I could I can do seven times two. I know for a fact that's fourteen, but that's the extent. Anything above, Anything it. above that, I'm done for. <laughs> I'm really bad at math, mm-hmm. like alarmingly bad. Yeah, I I'm getting. I still have to like when I tip. Um, I have to count on my fingers. So oh, I, me too. That's why I always tip very very low. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like to spend a lot of money. No, because it's, then it's I, just that yeah, I can't do it. math, I, and then they feel bad, and they're like, okay, that's fine. The two dollar <laughs> tip makes sense. Uh, no, I, I totally agree, and um, we were saying if we were to go around the office and ask people here, like, if they were good students or if they dropped out of college, how mm-hmm. many people would be like, yeah, no, I dropped out of school. <laughs> yeah, I I finished. <laughs> I finished, too. All right, look at Hardly. us. Hardly. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, I did finish. I actually, I did okay in college. I had, like, a 3.0, which is, like, basically my dad said you need to get above a 3.0 or we're pulling you out just to threaten me because I was such a bad student. Yeah. So I just got a 3.0. Okay, that, okay. Like, there, that's the kind yeah, of person you, I am. I like that. I actually shouldn't have graduated college. I hope to God my mom and dad aren't don't see this. Um, they will. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have graduated. I I have my degree in a web and graphic design. I was a web designer before this, and my final project was a website I had to make for a doctor. He came in, and I was, I didn't finish it. I was I was I just didn't do it. I was just like I'll, 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 I'll get them next year. I was going to do a victory lap year, and uh, it got to where the website wasn't finished. And a kid stood up in my class and just started having a seizure. And so my guy, the client that I had that I was presenting my unfinished website to was like, I'm a doctor. I'll take him to the hospital. I got an A in the class. And and then I was just about to fail. 
And I, I would have been – this was like my senior capstone. I just put it off. I don't know why. I'm so pissed at myself. But I, if that kid – if you're, if you're still alive, uh, thank you so much for my degree. But I should not have had it. Wait, that's wild because also my senior capstone was also a website. Yeah? <laughs> oh Did you finish it? Because everyone in media studies, like, oh, yeah. that's just like what you do. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I'll just make a website. Um, I It was self-fulfilling because I created a blog oh, wow. for myself because I liked blogging. Mm-hmm. And that was my senior project. Like, I, with or without the senior project, I would have created the blog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so like, this was just a boost for you. So I actually didn't even do my senior project. I really was just like, here's my website mm-hmm. that I, like, have on the side that yeah. I have been completely doing for myself. Has nothing to do with school. <laughs> Gane. There we go. Um, okay, awesome. Let's get into the Ask Alyssa segment. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'll learn even more about you when, uh, when I hear your take on these things. This... this uh, this is my nightmare. <laughs> no, no. I picked ones that I think. No, no. It's okay. I think you will be okay with. Yeah. Okay. So this person said, I feel like you are a very determined person. Me, not you. But oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, work, <laughs> I was say, Yeesh. and work very hard, but you also have a very strong, but you are also a very strong proponent of self-care AKA the merch. Can you talk about how you know your limits in terms of working yourself too hard? I'm at a point where I'm afraid I'm a workaholic and I'm not doing the self care that I need. Okay. So I thought this was interesting for a few reasons. One, like do men do self care? I like, I I cut my fingernails. (laughs) But like, not just, (laughs) I love that, but like, not just like making yourself look good, but will you ever be like, I need to unwind. So like, I'm going to cook or like, um, read a book. I read a lot. I try to read 100 pages a day. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah, but uh, it's, that's definitely gone down since I've started working here. Um, but I, I, I try to read every day. Like, yeah, like I are do, there I, things I, that you do for yourself to like I, – I don't know. I've never really asked like a, a guy. Yeah, so I uh, try to just completely unplug when I leave here. So I don't I – don't, I can't tell you the last video game I've played or like I don't really watch anything. I just try to completely be disconnected. I'll go on a walk. I'll try to find somewhere new. Uh, I read a lot. See, okay, so that's interesting because I kind of do this. Well, I don't unplug because I'm addicted to my phone. But what I do do and what my advice for this person is, if you feel like you're a workaholic, it's weird because I think I'm like – I work so much and it's always on my mind. But I wouldn't say I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I work and then I go home and I unwind. If I don't have that separation Mm – then I would just never shut my brain off. Yeah. So you need to like, you could be a hard worker. I also work really fast. Okay. That's one thing I've noticed about myself. Yeah. So like before I worked here, like when I was working in PR, what would take me 30 minutes might take someone else two hours because mm-hmm. they're overanalyzing it. And did you feel guilty for getting done so quickly? Kind of, but I was kind of like, what's taking you so long? Yeah. Like I didn't get it. I was like, why are you, what's, so like I kind of just like when I'm productive, I'm so productive, and when I'm not productive, I'm not productive at all. Mm-hmm. I think creative people kind of operate that way, though. I think so. Um, as for, I wouldn't call myself a workaholic, but there's such a fine line between work and like pl- I enjoy what I do. Yeah, because our work filters into our everyday. Right. So I do a travel video series with uh, a couple of the guys here, Donnie. I don't know if you've met yeah, him and mm-hmm. Kyle. And uh, a lot of like, there's a ton of prep work that goes into that, but that's not that's fun. It's reaching out and seeing some things we could do. Um, so yeah, it's I'm always doing it. So I'll be gone for the next week. Yeah. Um, but it's it's enjoyable. I like doing it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. So I think in terms of like, so I guess the question here is, at what point you're afraid that you're a workaholic and you're not mm-hmm. doing enough self care? So I think 
basically like you need to separate the two and you need to have time for yourself. Like what I like to do is same thing, like go for walks, Mm -hmm. like love going for a walk, being with friends. You could work really hard and not make it your entire life. Yeah. There has to be a separation. I think it's good to have a baseline friend, a friend or a family member that will just be like, hey, you're where have you been? Mm -hmm. Um, It's somebody that good to keep you in check. Yeah, no, totally. So definitely make that time. Um, I I feel like, again, one last thing. I just, since I am, I get in creative bursts. So like I'll have weeks where I'm working so hard and then I'll have weeks where I'm like lazy. Yeah. Like I just can't control it sometimes. Sure. And then if you force it, it's very apparent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of need to roll with it. Not um, you specifically. I'm not yeah. calling you out. <laughs> no, I know. No, when you force it, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, okay, this next one. I am currently looking at apartments by myself as I move into the next chapter of my life after college. I've always had roommates, and I'm terrified of feeling lonely and disconnected from my friends, especially since I'm such an extrovert. Any tips for me as I prepare to live on my own? This is where I said the living, because we both live alone. We do. Yeah. Um. I think for you, don't you have a friend that lives in, in your building? Uh, no, I have a friend that lives near, and then a guy that I Kyle again. Oh, uh, he's he's looking at a unit in my building. Oh, looking. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. Okay, so I think that's a tip. Like live alone, but have a friend yeah. nearby. And it's I I really like being alone. Me too. Uh, more than most, <laughs> I think I a lot. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, you. I was afraid at first. I think everybody is. Yeah, um, but it's awesome. I agree. I think here's the thing. I almost feel like I make more plans now that I live alone Mm -hmm. because you don't just have that person that you know you're going to see when you come home. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I reach out to friends a lot more. For me also, I have a few friends that are like within my area um, where I live. So for me, it's easy to be like, it's actually been great because Mm -hmm. now that everyone's working from home. On 12 p.m. on a Tuesday, I'm like, hey, you want to go for a walk? And my friend will just meet me on the corner and we'll go for a walk. So it's like kind of good. Live alone, but you have to make sure that you're either around people. If you don't have friends in your area, make new friends. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great to just kind of like explore. Um, I don't know, though, because I've become really used to my alone time, too. I'm picking up that you like hosting, though. Like if you have people, you you plan your. You're like, okay, I'm having people this weekend. You plan the itinerary. You have um, it all yeah. set. I'm kind of a um. I'm kind of one of those people. This is how I explain it. Okay, okay. say you and I are going on a trip together. Sure, but you love the details, like planning. Mm-hmm. I'll take a step back, and I'll just let you own it. That's your thing. If I could tell that you're not planning a single thing, I'm making every reservation. Mm-hmm. I'm do it's kind of like I step up to be in charge as needed. Mm-hmm. But if someone else is doing it, I'm not gonna like butt heads with them. Sure. You get what I mean? I do, yeah. I uh I'm the opposite. I don't I don't I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants. I used to be, and it's so funny because I used to be like super like I used to consider myself so chill. Like mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm so I'm so laid back. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I'm like, damn, like I am a Capricorn, like my sign. Like they say Capricorns are like workhorses. Okay. And I'm like, I am exactly everything they say I am. Yeah. But in, I could still be like chill and go with the flow, but I feel like within my group of friends sometimes, we're all kind of chill and go with the flow. So someone has to be the person to make the plan. So then I'm usually that person. See, yeah, not me. I, I I don't think I've ever made a reservation in my life. <laughs> and I never will. 
So if you were dating a girl mm-hmm. and she would like to take charge, you'd be fine with it. Yeah, by all means. <laughs> for my, sure. My sister said her and her husband, she's like, we've been living together for too long during the pandemic because suddenly he can't make any choices on his own. He'll be like, Jackie, which shoes should I wear today? She's like, she's are like, you uh, kidding can me? You figure like, it out? How did you get along? How did you get by without me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's going to be you. Like, you're going to be like, so like, what should I eat for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah, what, what should I do here? <laughs> When you just start like relying on someone so much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so I guess in terms of back to the question, living alone. I mean, enjoy your alone time, make friends, invite friends over. You just have to like go a little a step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to make more plans. I would say, yeah, and if you're like living alone is something to be proud of like everything is yours it's your space you've done everything you've yeah. got to a point where you can live alone if that's you so to true be. It's, it's just really something to hang your hat on yeah it's like take pride in it yeah that's the one thing for me too when i first moved in i was like obsessed with keeping it clean because i was like this is my can't space. blame it on anybody else yeah yeah um okay last one um i'd like your take on friendship breaks up breakups or distancings mm-hmm. Um, three to four years out of undergrad and I feel like there's an obligation to stay close with people just because we've been close for so long or because they were really significant in one point of my life. For example, my best friends from college. I feel like when I became friends with them, I was a very different person than I am now. Um, basically I feel like neither I or these people have done anything wrong in the friendship. I just feel like I can't connect as much with them anymore. And it's hard for me because I feel that constant obligation to continue seeing them or hanging out with them just because we have a past. It's been taking a toll on me. Um, okay. So how do you deal with this or have you experienced anything like this and any feedback for why it's okay to move on from friendships that are no longer serving you? You're passing this one off to me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the second it feels like obligations, the second it's done. Um, And it's not – it doesn't have to be a sad thing. It's just a natural thing. People grow apart, and it's not because of any animosity. It's because of distance, because of schedules. Yeah. And that's okay. And when you see them, if you have a chance encounter, if there's some sort of reunion, if you can only see them once a year, still be – cool with them but you don't have to be obligated to see them quarterly or uh, yeah no i totally agree they sh- if they're your friends or if they're you know just some sort of character and you know they should understand that it's true and i want to have a larger episode on friendships but there's this thing that i have in my head where it's like there's different levels of friendships right mm-hmm. okay so i have still which is like really crazy most of my best friends are from preschool oh like my God. we go back like i have my friends from preschool middle school high school like we've stayed friends for all these years then i have my college friends then i have people i've met in the city mm-hmm. and then you have like your party friends which like you know there's different layers to things so like i've had like falling outs quote unquote with like my party friends and it's because like they weren't supposed to be my lifelong friends anyway no they were people when my friends got boyfriends and i needed someone to go out with that i'd call them up and they'd fill the void of me like needing a friend you have different like levels to friends and you can't expect them all to like stay because you all move at different paces in your life. Yeah. Um, so from the sound of that, you have significantly more friends than I do. Um, <laughs> there's a lot more. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still keep in touch with, with people. I mean, that's where social media is really cool. You know, yeah. just, you know, double tap in their pictures. Like hey, I'm still here. Well, I think in general though, men have less friends. Like, in terms of staying in touch. I think there's like a psychology like behind it. How like once men get married, 
their only friends are like their wife's friends' husbands. Like yeah. there's been like studies on it. Sure. And I'll have friends that I haven't seen in years, but then when I see them out like at a bar, I'd be like, I'd go give them a hug and it'll be like, we hung out yesterday. Yeah. It's um, like nothing's ever passed. Yeah. Because what, what has changed? They just well, got fatter. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and like you have more wrinkles now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've aged. Okay. And like maybe like a kid with like a wife that's already divorced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got some divorced friends coming through the pipeline. It's See, wild. That's, that, that's, that's what's really scaring me. Like, wow, I'm getting older. I just started like all of a sudden. I think me and my friends were talking about this. Like the pandemic made me feel older. Like I aged so much like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because we weren't going out as much and now like priorities have shifted all of a sudden I'm like I'm a whole ass adult like yeah. this is weird do you feel that way yeah I unintentionally unironically dropped to like what is happening in this neighborhood like I was like because somebody's put their trash right next to the bin I was just like what is what is happening here Clean like, up and then I just like, I was like what what has happened to me I, I just, I feel like I've become such a curmudgeon. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so since you're not from New York, are your friends already married and stuff? Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, different. my friends think I'm a bum because I they all own their houses. Well, you can buy a mansion in West Virginia for like $900. And so they're just like, you don't own, you, you own nothing. You <laughs> sold your car to move here. And they, they just don't really quite get it. It's a different world. It's, it's, people have different definitions of success. And I... It's just a different mindset, and a lot of the times I'm jealous of them. Yeah, because you're like you got you're settled. Mm-hmm. Like you've they got have it a house. They you know they're living with their girlfriend, engaged fiance, wife, and uh, you know I I had uh, PB and J on a hot dog bun for dinner last <laughs> night. Just like we like, <laughs> wow, we are very very different right now. No, it it is interesting because. I just turned 30 in January, mm-hmm. but like, I don't feel weird that I'm single because every, Everybody all my friends is. are single. Yeah. Everyone's single because I, all my friends are in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm from New Jersey. So it's like everyone lives in New York. And when you look at other people in other areas, it's like they're on their like third. When I look at even people from college, they're on like their third kid. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? Like that sometimes makes me feel behind. But then in my life, I don't at all. I'm like, it's not a race, single. but it isn't. Yeah. But I think there's societal pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Like even the way like all your friends, you're kind of like, oh, like I kind of want to be on the same life stage as my friends. Yeah. But I, you're just not like. It's just, I don't know. It's just not who we are. And that I guess that's why we're here. No, I agree. I mean, there's this New York bubble that people think like it's, you know, we're not looking at the outside. I think it's more people looking in. I don't know. It's, uh, I'm getting way too deep for who I am. (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't even remember what this question was. Oh, Uh, oh, distancing from friends. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's just very normal. I was, what I was going to say before is that I think the best types of friends are the ones that you don't have to talk to every day Mm -hmm. and you can go a year without talking and then you hang out and it's like nothing ever changed yeah and catching up is fun yeah i think social media's made it like i shouldn't have to know what joe schmo from high school who i'll never see again in my entire life ate for dinner last night yeah you know what i mean like it's become too connected there's way too yeah there's a an oversharing problem for sure. Yeah, it's like you don't have to stay in touch with every single person. Like if social media didn't exist, who would you want to pick up the phone and talk to? Yeah. 
you right, know? Right, And then the, everyone else, you catch up because you see. I think sometimes for me, what's weird, and you're not, you don't really post a lot, but for me, people feel like they're catching up with me because I post my every day. Mm-hmm. So they know what I'm doing. Right. But I'm like, but I don't know what you're doing. Right. It doesn't go like, both. Yeah, it should go both ways. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're choosing to you know Fair. watch that but i think they assume i know what's going like they kind of assume mm-hmm. i know what's going on with them because they know what's going on with me but i'm like i have no freaking clue yeah it's like a it's, weird it's, it's very strange it's very strange all right well this was really deep and interesting i think that that the ladies um will know now to back off the dms oh, yeah it's it's a huge compliment but uh, i just get <laughs> i just get very embarrassed but they'll see you maybe on the street they'll come up to you i hear that you get stopped sometimes someone, from who someone was telling me they were eating out with you i forget who was telling me this and like a girl came up and like gave you her number who's telling me this i don't think that's true but no, I, I, swear. I, I do have a rule of thumb if like i get very uh uncomfortable when people recognize me and so i i will be i you know i'll be nice or yeah. take a picture or, or like talk to them but i immediately go home so <laughs> your day is yeah, over yeah that's i immediately it. go home you can ask like a ton of people about the, the most i'm ever out is like 15 minutes wait that's wild that's my rule of thumb i'll just go home that happened to me this weekend someone came up to me and asked me for a picture mm-hmm. and like i was not really that feast but my friends were like because mm-hmm. i was with people they were like what was that like they were freaking out i was like i was like it's fine like relax yeah it's something i it's something i've never asked for <laughs> something i never get used to but not like when i'm out with some guys at work and it, like it happens i'll be like all right nick i'll see you later because they know I just can't. I love that you just bounce. I just leave. I am, I am so good at leaving. Oh, the uh, Irish exit. Sh- shady dipping. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I don't, I don't say a word. They uh-huh. won't. I'll be gone without a trace. But they know. The shady dipping. Okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Do, any tips? Like, do you just do you pretend like you're going to the bathroom and then you just exit out the back? No, just... I just, I don't even, I don't even beat around the bush. I just leave. <laughs> just bounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shady dipping, I like that. Yeah, I like I like being in bed by like ten. I only do that when I'm drunk. Okay, like you'll we'll be talking one minute, the next you turn around. Where'd she go? Mm-hmm. I'm home. I'm tucked in. No, I've I've been trying to do it from this podcast. I try to sit there closer to the door. <laughs> you wouldn't like, even. You'd be none the wiser. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, well, thank you, Nick. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Never ended a podcast by saying, "Have a good one." Yeah, it was, it was, so that felt like a forever goodbye. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you so much. That I was hope, such a funny way to t- end I hope, it. I hope that turned out. Okay, guys, let's spill the tea. I, I, okay, I'm laughing because I went on a tangent about this topic this weekend. I called up my friend Jill and I just like, I had such a strong opinion on this topic and I'll get to it. And then as I'm, defending my side I start because I'm just one of those people that sees both sides of every situation like devil's advocate yeah as I'm so strongly defending my side I start all of a sudden realizing all the counter thoughts for the other side of the (laughs) argument so now I have this well-rounded argument where I see both sides so now I no longer know where I stand so I'm going to give you guys the facts and then I'm going to give you both sides of my argument and you tell me how you feel because (laughs) this is the thought process that I went through in the preview for Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the next episode, which I, I don't know which day it airs, but it will be airing this upcoming week, Addison Ray makes her debut. Oh, wow. And in the preview, Kim says, Courtney doesn't really treat a lot of her friends like this. Addison sleeps over 
a few times a week. Oh. Or something about Addison sleeping over Courtney's. And yeah. someone says, well, where does she sleep? And she says, in her room. So I in Courtney's went, room? In Courtney's room. Oh. So I went into, like, I started freaking out. Like, I was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Riddle me this. I'm going <laughs> to, okay, both, both sides of the argument. Riddle me this. You live in a multi-million dollar mansion with probably seven to ten bedrooms. At least, yeah. Why is someone sleeping in your room with you? Right. Because. No matter who it is. Even if I'm sleeping at my sister's, because we were having this discussion. Yeah. She has a guest room. I would sleep in her guest room. I wouldn't sleep in her bed with right. her. At yeah. this point in our life. Yeah. We're adults. Right, exactly. So I'm like, that's weird. Then the other thing that I found extremely weird is like, Courtney is one year older than Addison's mom. That's so weird. So then I went down the spiral it. being like my mom's friend, like my mom's best friend. I was like, Jackie, that's like you sleeping in mom's best friend's bed. Right. And she was like, ew, why do you have to go there? <laughs> and it's like not even like... Like, they hang out like they're normal friends, too. That's like you having you sleeping in someone's bed that's one year older than your mom. Yeah. That's weird. So weird. So I'm sorry. Weird. Okay, so this... Okay, now I'm going to counter. Yeah. Because... Yeah. So this was me. Like, I was going off. I was like, this is creepy. This mm-hmm. is inappropriate. Like, I was flipping out. Yeah. Then I noticed the other side of the coin. I remember recently hearing that Kourtney Kardashian has a huge bed. Oh, really? Because <laughs> like, apparently David Dobrik did a YouTube tour showing his new house and his bed was big. Yeah, it was like ginormous. And, yes, and Kourtney said something about hers being bigger. Uh, oh, wow. So to put this into perspective for you guys, it's probably like three king-size beds yeah. in one. Yeah, definitely. If not bigger. Mm-hmm. So then my <laughs> counter argument was, well, if your bed's that big yeah and you're just hanging out in your room watching a movie or something it's not that weird to fall asleep because like you're not even kind of near yeah the you're person. in like different area codes pretty much yeah you're codes. Li- you might as well be like across the globe yeah like, exactly it's so far yeah because even when i sleep in a king-size bed with just one friend we don't even come in contact right oh yeah yeah for sure because you sleep on the end yeah you know? yeah you kind of like Get to your side yeah. and stay over there. Okay, so then I was like, okay, that makes it feel a little bit more normal. Yeah, yeah. And then my other counter argument is, <laughs> my other counter argument is, when you're a celebrity, you're probably scared. Like, even though you have security, yeah, it's probably scary for Courtney to sleep in a mansion alone with her kids. Yeah, that's very so, true. So maybe it feels more comfortable knowing, like, the comfort of knowing that someone's there with you. Yeah. Okay, so now knowing my two sides, because they're both good arguments, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, which do you think? I don't know. I feel like it also depends on their relationship. Like, I don't know their relationship, Same, so yeah. it obviously depends on that. I do think, though, when you put it in the way as if you're sleeping with your mom's friend or <laughs> yeah, sleeping in the yeah. same bed as, like, someone that's a year older than your mom, that is a very strange way to think about it. So strange. So strange. But, yeah, I feel like if the bed's big enough and it just kind of, like, happens, you're watching TV or something yeah. and you just, like, don't want to move – it's not that weird. So this was like, so then as I'm like explaining why it's so weird, I start realizing these other facts. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I completely disagree with everything that I just, yeah. I flipped. Yeah. And they're like, which one is it? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Cause now I make some good points. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we need the episode to air so we could get the details. Like see but... fully what, what's happening. Yeah. 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 But I feel as though those are two well 
rounded opinions on both sides. No, definitely. Yeah. Because I can, yeah, I can see both sides of it being super weird, but also not being weird. This is literally my problem in life. And it's like not me trying to be a people pleaser. It's like I always see both sides to the point where it's almost like it's hard to have a clear opinion because I genuinely. I'm like, one of the things I've always done since I was a child is like put myself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. And like, I can't control it. Like, even if, like, if someone's being like bullied on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you don't know what childhood trauma they went through that made, like, I yeah, can't I know. see it for what it is. Yeah. So I never know what I'm That's feeling. That's true. Which like, is honestly a good quality to have because ugh. then you're, you're understanding to like everybody's like life. Yeah. Is- like whatever's going on it's in draining life. though i know true yeah you're like got all these opinions but you don't know which is right or I know, wrong. i'm like oh you really see both sides yeah um okay another thing that i just want to spill the tea on was just another psa if you are not watching temptation island like i'm sorry it is time it is the best show on television the show is so crazy i'll say it again if this was a netflix show it would be bigger than like love is blind and too hot to handle like it is so much better than most of what's on TV. It was 10 times more entertaining than Matt James' season of The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. 10 times more entertaining. Yeah. And the thing is, because it's on, like, USA Network or whatever, yeah. it doesn't get the hype it deserves. Mm-hmm. So good. You guys do not sleep on Temptation Island. You go watch it on Hulu. It's, like, so good. So I'm not going to spill much tea other than the fact, <laughs> if you know, you know <laughs> that Kendall is a loser. That's all we'll say. Um, and then Bridgerton, I did spill the tea last week, but in case you don't follow me on Instagram, um, so Jean Paul, fuck, what's his name? Uh, oh, I it, always say Paul. No, no, Jean, it's, uh, oh no, it's Paige. It's Paige. Paige. Jean was is it, Paige. Uh, Jean. Is it like John? Oh, frick, no, now I can't remember Guys, what it is. I did a whole spill the tea segment and I said his name wrong. <laughs> And me and Mackenzie had already edited it. (laughs) Edited it? Yeah. Wow, that's such a weird word to say. So I made her go back and like dub dub smash my my voice in. So funny. Saying his name correctly. So it sounded so awkward. Okay, I think it's... No, it's reggae. Oh, reggae. (gasps) Am I kidding? I think it's reggae Jean Page. I think it's reggae... Or is it Jean? No, it's definitely Jean. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at least now I'm remembering that's what you, you know said. Why in the spill the I'm getting reggae confused because I kept calling him reggae. Yeah, <laughs> it honestly might be though. Like I've never heard anyone say it. So it's reggae. It is. Okay. It's reggae. Sean Page. Yeah, guys, I called him reggae Jean Paul. <laughs> you said it you so know, fast though, you couldn't even. You tell. know why? Because there's a designer. Um, Jean Paul oh, Gaultier yep, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep getting there. That's why I'm saying Jean and Paul. Right. I keep for some reason my brain is like it just like goes together, inter- interchanging the names. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is why. This is why sometimes I'm like I would love to be a celebrity news reporter, and then the other side of me is like I can't be on E News. I'm yeah. <laughs> I can't even say. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I mess Someone's up name. everyone's. It's just with names. It's like this weird thing where. You say it, and then you get a mental block, and then you keep just saying it wrong. Yep, and then you keep saying it, and it doesn't sound regular. It sounds wrong. Yeah, it's horrible. Anyway, guys, long way to say this man, Simon, (laughs) that plays Simon on Bridgerton, is no longer coming back. And people are really confused for a lot of reasons, Um, mainly because 
we fell in love with him. Like, he's the reason why most of us watched the show because he was so hot. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I get it. Everyone's commenting saying he's not, I mean, season two focuses on a different character. He's not the main focus. I get it. But like, since when do shows exactly follow the books? Right. Like, it's not, it's not always exclusive that you have to follow. Yeah. I think he just, like, got a lot of opportunities and was like, eh, I just don't want to be this probably Simon anymore. Yeah, because like, he played it, he did so well in the first season that, yeah, he was probably getting, like, knocks offers. at his door, yeah. Honestly, I think it's kind of smart because, like, if you look at the One Tree Hill people, mm-hmm. they talk about a lot how a lot of them had a really hard times becoming actors after the show. Yeah. Because they were so typecast yeah. since they were on it for, like, eight or so yeah, seasons. Yeah, like nine seasons, I think. Yeah, that they had a really hard time getting another job after the show mm-hmm. because everyone just assumed that they were exactly like their character. Their characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So, it was kind of smart for him to like get in and get out. Yeah, exactly. Like get it, get the recognition he needed. Yeah, and then that was all he needed. And people, I guess. there's rumors that he's going to be Bond, which I think would be cool. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, because he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, guys, that's today's tea. Um. Just a reminder that I do have that giveaway on TikTok for my merch. So make sure that you're following all of my accounts and entering that. These self-care club, um, I keep calling them tumblers, and people that don't watch it visually were like, what the hell is a tumbler? Oh. They thought I was talking about a blog. Oh. Oh, like but, tumbler? So like I'm going to call this water bottle for now on. These self-care club water bottles are now available. Tired and Sexy merch is up, and then I will have a whole new merch collection for spring 